Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. trusted with the responsibility to open up the scriptures, to open up the Word of God, to share the precepts, the principles which are of eternal significance and value with your people. That's what you need to be giving your time to. And when you pull yourself, when you deviate from that, when you take time away from prayer and the study of the Word, you're actually ripping off Jesus and you're ripping off His people. Today, Pastor Robert will be reminding you that you're in a spiritual battle, whether you realize it or not. The enemy purposes to draw you away from God's Word because the Word is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword that pierces straight to the soul. Purpose to remain in God's Word no matter what. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 6, as he continues his message, Chosen to Serve. Eternally significant priorities must always supersede temporal ones eternally significant priorities should be the priority. Not the stuff that's only going to matter for a week or a year or a decade. We often get so wrapped up. I see right now, I'm seeing Christians divide over politics. Do you understand? A hundred years from now, it's not going to matter. Let alone a thousand years from now. But these apostles understood that. Yes, it's important to take care of the widows among us. So you need to select seven people to own that. We're not going to own that because what we have been charged with are eternal matters. Not physical food, but spiritual food. Other people could be found and and entrusted with the responsibility to distribute physical food. But Jesus had given to the apostles the responsibility to distribute the spiritual food that he had given to them to share. These eternal precepts that needed to be communicated You know, one of the struggles faced by most young pastors is that they're expected to do so many things which have very little, if anything, to do with the teaching of the Scriptures. And any decent pastor wants to help people, wants to serve people. So it can be kind of difficult to say no. You're not a mediator of disputes. You're not even primarily a a counselor. 
You're a pastor. You're, you're, you're entrusted with the responsibility to open up the scriptures, to open up the word of God, to share the precepts, the principles, which are of eternal significance and value with your people. That's what you need to be giving your time to. And when you pull yourself, when you deviate from that, when you take time away from prayer and the study of the word, you're actually ripping off Jesus and you're ripping off his people. The primary role and responsibility of the pastor is to prayerfully teach God's written word to the congregation entrusted to him by Jesus Christ. And, and sometimes he'll need to do other things. You know, it's, it's, it's not that the pastor shouldn't do other things or can't do other things or is too good to do other things. It, it's, it's a matter of, of focus, you know, in the, in the day-to-day. What is it that needs to be the priority today? And that's something that I think we all, most of us as pastors still wrestle with, but the apostles didn't wrestle with it in this situation. They just said, not going to happen. We are not going to deviate from our duties to personally oversee the food ministry. You guys need to appoint seven men. And, and, and I want you to notice here the criteria that they gave the people as they began to consider who should oversee the food ministry. Because see, what happens often today is that we... We, we look for people with administrative giftings or, or it's like, man, we, we, need to, we need to find somebody with good math skills, good organizational skills, good business experience. One of the big mistakes that I see in ministries today, and I've seen it so many times, I've seen it absolutely destroy Christian ministries. They identify successful business people who call themselves Christian and have a heart for that particular area, whether it's human trafficking or needy children or the homeless or church. And they look for skills and they look for charisma. They look for education. And the apostles told the multitude of believers, select from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. Now, Think about that and break it down for a second. You need to identify all of you guys, all of you, you need to get together, you need to figure out who do you trust? Who are the men of good reputation among you? Who do you all trust? Who do you all trust? Who do you all believe to be full of wisdom and full of the Holy Spirit? Like They kept it really basic. It's like, don't care whether or not he went to Harvard. Don't really concern yourself over whether or not they've been experienced in business or successful in their endeavors or, you know, they demonstrate skill. They understand produce. You know, they, need, they really need to understand produce. I mean, after, you know, like tomatoes can't be refrigerated. You just can't do that. And, and, and how long you can, you know, when things start turning a little, you know, you don't throw away cheese just because it's got a little green on the edge. You just, Cut that stuff off and eat it. No, they weren't looking for that. They were looking for men who were known to be trustworthy, known to be wise, and known to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, it reminded me of a Facebook meme that you've all seen, I'm sure. It goes around from time to time. People ask me, do I need the Holy Spirit to go to heaven? Bro, you need the Holy Spirit to go to Walmart. 
That should be a core criteria for any involvement in any Christian ministry. If you don't have the Holy, listen, we're not even talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We're talking about being alive in Christ. You can't be alive in Christ. You can't be a Christian without the Holy Spirit. And I have to wonder, you know, I mean, just this week, we saw another well-known Christian leader fall from grace. We need to keep him and his wife and kids in our prayers because it's tragic. It's I was so moved by, you know, I, I, I read, you know, the announcement, and I'm not going into all of that, but I was really moved. You know, I, I told Elizabeth, my wife, I said, you got to send, send me that link because I want to save that. It was so well written, communicated such love, and at the same time, a clear commitment to holiness and truth. But I have to wonder, you know, was this guy, was he, was he appointed because of his talent, his skills, his, his eloquence, his charisma, or, or, or was it a solid Christian character? What, 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 what were the criteria that his leaders were looking at when he was appointed as a leader in ministry? And I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that question. I'm not making a, a judgment call. I, I wasn't involved. I have no idea. I'm simply posing the question because it's a common problem in our Christian world today. And we need to learn from the apostles. You see, far too often in our modern churches, powerful and passionate communicators who were anointed by God, but not yet, not yet appointed by God, there's a difference. And they mistakenly been seen as ready to lead God's people. You know, what would have happened? King David, look at King David's life. I mean, he was, he was anointed by God to be king, but it was years later. He suffered all kinds of craziness before he was ready, and even then he failed. I don't know. I, I just know that ministry leaders should be selected like these first deacons were because the fruit of their lives has demonstrated wisdom. so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. 
For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.